0: The most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio. Your real talk stage. Your real yeah. with 24 hours of commercial-free programming. Yeah. You
1: can't tell us what the fuck to do. You can stay inside your little well-prepared box. We step out of that shit like a homeless man trying to change his life.
0: The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Log on now to t- t. com and click the Amazon link to support The Green Room today. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host
1: of The Green Room, Sean Green! Welcome everyone to the program. We're doing it live here on LA Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in to The Green Room. I'm your host, Sean T. Green. And uh, yeah, thank you, Logan, for introducing me. Logan, my left hand man. Logan, for thanks for uh, being on the show once again. Anytime. Yes, anytime. Except uh, last time you were a little late, but right. <laughs> we did a. Uh, I'm back in. Uh, back in studio. We did a live show from my buddy's Zach's place in uh, Hellertown, Pennsylvania, last week. Uh, a couple technical errors, but uh, it it all came out all right. And I'd like to remind everyone the show. Is uh, besides being sponsored by Amazon, I also have the leader in self-help legal documents, LegalZoom.com, helping out in the program. Basically, LegalZoom instead of paying retail price of lawyers and who wants to support those fat cats with their like you know, Logan, when you're don't go to to
0: the retail store. When you're going to a lawyer,
1: you're paying for his mahogany desk, his hot secretary, his steak lunches and three martini dinners. You don't want to pay all that bullshit. You can get it done at a simple easy website, LegalZoom.com. You're going to save up to 85% off retail, and then you're actually going to save a little bit more than that, because besides the 85% off that LegalZoom normally guarantees, you're also going to get an additional discount by entering green at the checkout. And I'd like to welcome onto the program comedian and uh, personality, Cornell Reed. Cornell, (laughs) thanks for being on the show. Thank you for that intro, man. I was going to say social activist. I don't know, you're promoting a lifestyle of hanging out and uh, doing your thing. Thanks for being on the show. (laughs) Yeah, I'm picketing
2: outside many places aren't hanging out hardcore enough. All
1: right, well, let's get into it, Logan. Let's get into it. The big news of the day, the news that's on everyone's mind right now, the biggest sports story in America, the biggest story in America right now. Logan, do you know what we're talking about?
0: No. (laughs) Take a guess. Is the World Cup over? No. It's a a huge sports story.
1: It's on... It's on literally every channel, Did every it website. Today? It yes, it just happened a couple hours
0: ago. I have no idea any
1: what happened. Any any guesses? Well you're willing to throw yourself any any kind of guesses, any any possible takes on it? Um
0: No. I have no idea what it could possibly be. <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
1: Well, the baseball, most people
0: it's gotta be baseball. No, no, it's, uh, no actually.
1: Idea. Keep okay. guessing, Logan.
0: Um <laughs>
1: Is that Tiger Woods related? Nope. Nope. He is black, though, but I I don't think that really helps in professional sports. Okay.
0: Basketball? No, no. Yep. Oh, yeah? yeah? Okay.
2: Yep, yep. Basketball related.
0: Oh, uh, someone's moving from the lake. Oh, no, no. Is it LeBron James related? You got it. There we go. Okay, there we go. Look at this. So, what? He got traded to another team? No. LeBron James, in
1: case you're living in a hole for the past two hours or you're That's Logan. what we call Logan's room. <laughs> the, hole. the hole where Logan hangs out. Although most holes don't have a few potted plants, but uh, you know some yeah. debris, M- some loose moldy clothes. milk. <laughs> As you all know, LeBron James signed with the Miami Heat in a controversial deal. Now they're going to have three superstars in Miami. They're putting it all together. They're making it seem like they're destined for greatness. They're, they're basically setting up NBA championships. LeBron James left Cleveland, his home where he grew up, where he's played his entire amateur and professional basketball career, just outside of Cleveland and Akron when he was growing up, and then for the city of Cleveland professionally for seven years where he played hard until the end where he totally played like a huge pussy, in my opinion, on that last game. But uh, neither here nor there. Obviously the Cavs wanted to resign him. Cornell, what do you think this does to the NBA?
2: Uh, and what's
1: your take on it? Did LeBron make the right call? Did he sign with the right team?
2: see this is what this is my thing. I wanted to figure out the why he would go to Miami. I tried to really look into to the bottom of this, figure out the true reasons why he was doing it, and I think I figured it out. um I think during the playoffs when Joakim noah jo, jo-, jo- Noah <laughs> said he doesn't know anyone who goes to Cleveland on vacation, I think LeBron took that really personally. <laughs> And he has to play somewhere that is a vacation destination these
1: yep. days. And since Aspen doesn't have a basketball team, the next destination is, of course, Miami.
2: Yeah, try talking shit now, Noah. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, now he's got nothing on Miami. Well, you know, now jo- yeah. Joakim Noah is painted into a box. He can't say, oh, I don't know anyone who goes to vacation on Miami. You ever hear of w- Will Smith, Joakim Noah? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that place. He was partying it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... uh LeBron, I guess I guess the most positive thing you can say is that he didn't do it for the money. Obviously, he could have made more money if he would have stayed in Cleveland. Yeah. I guess it's all relative. I think I don't know. It just seems like such a a weird move to do. You want to be if you're if you're gonna put yourself out there. We were talking about this earlier. I was talking about this with Cornell. We we're saying if you want to be the next Michael Jordan, you can't kind of get behind someone else's shadow. If you're gonna go to Miami, eventually you're gonna kind of it's Dwayne Wade's team. Dwayne Wade is the star of the Heat right now. And if he goes to Miami, it's never going to be LeBron's team completely. He's People are never going to look back and given that jordan S. thing or even what Kobe's accomplished, I don't think he's ever going to get to that point.
2: Well, Dwayne Wade's also already won championships, man. He's done it. Now that LeBron wins a championship, it's going to be said he needed Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade to do that. Right.
1: I feel like I could win a championship with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. I <laughs> yeah, mean,
2: well, I, They're looking for role players, man. You could fill in a <laughs> spot.
1: Hey, they, I know they don't got a lot of cap space. I'm making thirty seven grand a year. I'm sure, I'm sure I could fit in somewhere with the Heat organization. I would. I would, uh, you know, I, I'm – uh, hey, anything I said about LeBron on the podcast, uh, odds are he didn't hear it. I mean, Maybe he's a fan. Maybe some guys in the crew passed along some of the MP3s of me ranting on him. But I could uh, bring back some earlier podcasts where I was all over him. I feel like I'd be a good fit in Miami. I have a natural beach body. I'm destined. <laughs> <laughs> you know one thing but about natural, me? Natural by whose standards? Oh.
2: <laughs> I mean, it is au naturel.
1: I guess you could say that. <laughs> Well, I naturally want to go to the beach <laughs> because Ugh. hey, why not? Who doesn't want to go to the beach and hang out with big titted chicks and you know, that are all all done up in oil? Yeah, Miami's a great <laughs> lifestyle. You understand why a guy like LeBron's going to go there, but something about it, you, you just feel sad for the city of Cleveland. I was reading, some, I was reading up on Twitter that people are already turning over cars. I think this is going to be the first time free agency has set off a riot anywhere in this country. Yeah, definitely. And, and I mean. LeBron James was it,
2: like arguably the biggest prospect coming in the NBA in my lifetime. Right, and so
1: yeah, and, and you could argue of all time biggest NBA yeah. prospect coming in.
2: And he brought his team with nothing for the pretty much nothing to the NBA Finals one year, to the playoffs, best record in the NBA two years in a row, and he is he's just quitting. It seems like. He's just quitting on being a great player now. He just wants to team up. I, I read – did you read
1: Bill Simmons' article? Uh, yeah, I read some of that.
2: About where he talked about how there was like a huge plan between Bosh, Dwayne Wade, right, uh, yeah, Chris everyone's,
1: Paul. Everyone speculated that uh, 2008 was it, two years ago when they played together on the Olympic team. They all became friends, and they all said, hey, in two years we're all going to play on the same team because our contracts are all going to be expiring at the same time. We'll try and figure out whatever the best move is. And then they even um, supposedly got another guy, Chris Paul, to say, hey, I'm going to come the next year, which that's going to be insane. In
2: 2012, which is just like, come on, Chris Paul, it's piling on, man.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're showing
2: up late to this party, man. <laughs> just
1: let it go. Well, yeah, if you guys got an opinion on LeBron James, feel free to give us a call, 323-203-0815. At any time, and um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just wanted to see LeBron win it for Cleveland. I wanted the city of Cleveland. You know, Joakim Noah made a great point. All the entire city of Cleveland is factories. That's the only thing yeah. they have. They don't get a. They don't. They aren't a vacation destination. Their life sucks. Yeah. That's why they have they go they go work at the factory, then they come home, and then they drink beers and root for their sports team. They needed this. They needed LeBron they James. Needed this. Even when LeBron James wasn't winning championships, the the city of Cleveland still felt like a winner. They were like, Hey guys, you know, our lives suck and yeah, he didn't win, but who gives a shit? He's there's always next year. Right. And now there's no more next year.
2: There's no more next year.
1: I guess the best uh, Way to look at it is the Cleveland Cavaliers just freed up a lot of cap space. Great news for JJ Reddick or Great Great news for JJ Redick. <laughs> Possibly other free agents looking to make Cleveland home.
2: I think J.J. Redick just wasn't given the chance to star. You know what I mean? Now he finally has that chance. He's gonna be doing everything <laughs> LeBron did.
1: Right. The outside shooter, JJ Reddick. Yeah, he's it's finally gonna be his team. Finally he's gonna soak up which uh Wow, imagine what a uh, game shifter that is going from Orlando to Cleveland.
2: <laughs> Dude, wouldn't it be amazing, though? Like, all right, so I think Miami is such a powerhouse now that for me, I don't want to see them win. Because it's like they're too too strong. They're too strong it's of too a team. Easy it's for too them. lopsided. Yeah. It's like when Carl Malone and Gary Payton went to the Lakers. It's like, no, fuck you guys. I mean, I hate the Lakers already, but fuck that team, you know? So. I'm automatically rooting against them. And not only am I rooting against the Heat, I would love it if somehow the Cavs were able to either make it to the playoffs and beat them or maybe – the Heat are dancing the line and getting into the playoffs, and the Cavs beat them in the last oh, game man, to send them so off. Great. Wouldn't it be great?
1: Ilgowskis yeah. drains a <laughs> yeah. three-pointer to end the Heat's <laughs> yeah. playoff run. Yeah, exactly. Some
2: It'll, dirty plays, you know, break
1: LeBron's kneecap hey, or something. Joe Ke- Mo Williams elbowing in the groin. Whatever. Whatever <laughs> it takes. West
2: fucking his mom on the court. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that was the whole premise. He did whatever it takes to get away from Delante West. Of course, uh, Cornell is uh, talking about the rumor, which... Pretty much seems like it. there's a lot of truth to it that Delonte West, LeBron James' former teammate in Cleveland, was sleeping with his mom and that it came out during the playoffs and that really rattled LeBron and really kind of was the, one of the last stakes that drove him out of Cleveland. It is, I feel bad for LeBron, just the, the idea of A, one of your quote-unquote friends or coworkers sleeping with your mom. Can you imagine how insanely weird that must be at the office? Secondly, you go into Google right now. Even all this stuff yesterday, I was like looking up stuff on LeBron James trade rumors, whatever's going on. I type in LeBron James, and the first thing Google suggests is LeBron James, or LeBron James mother Delante West. That was the first thing that came up in Google. This guy's never going to be able to get away from that. I mean, I guess in Miami, and then eventually. I'm assuming Delante West will be killed by someone in Cleveland. Right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> one of these factory workers is going to come out. They're, they're tipping over cars. They better tip over Delonte West's motor- yes, tri-motorcycle thing he was riding. Uh,
2: Puzz is probably full of guns, too. That'll help with the riots. Delante um,
1: West, if you don't know anything about Delante West, possibly one of the luckiest men in the world to still be alive in that he got arrested. He was driving one of those uh, three-wheeled motorcycles. He was driving it at 90 miles per hour. He got pulled over... He had a uh, bandolier um of uh, like bullets yeah, the around rainbow him. Thing. Yeah, he had a uh, a shotgun strapped to his back. He had pistols Two pistols, I think, and a knife in his boot. Somehow got away, got no charges. Where is he going? He's probably going to kill someone. He's He's admittedly...
0: Post-apocalyptic Mad Max type world, like crazy. Uh, Sounds like he was just living out a fantasy or
1: something. Well, maybe it was LeBron James' mom. Maybe she's into rough trade. I don't know. That's some (laughs) kinky-ass shit. But So... But basically, I'm just saying he's lucky to be alive because obviously he was going to do something crazy that the other person probably had guns. And then he basically dri- is – I'm saying that. Delonte West, it's all his fault driving LeBron James out of there. Someone's going to yeah. try and kill Delonte West. Yeah, I mean, and of all players
2: on Cleveland Cavaliers, it's the one guy – obviously, he's the ugliest. Like, I'd rather <laughs> – if my mom had to sleep with a cab, I'd rather have Elgowskis, guarantee. Yes. Or Veragiao, guarantee. Veragiao's
1: got pretty hair. That's nice and curly. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Not only is Delante terribly ugly, but if you look at any picture of him, he has the mo- giant herpes sore yes. that takes up yeah. more of his face than his actual mouth
1: does. You got you to gotta feel bad for Delante. Well... A, he's crazy. B, he, yes, he does have those giant cold sores jumping out off his face. So it was weird. The first thing that you would Google with Delonte West, the first thing that came up was herpes. Now it's been replaced by <laughs> LeBron James's mother who – Mission accomplished. It's like, it a, Maybe that was
2: the whole point. It's not like – you're not like, wow, Dante West, Delonte West is a huge cold sore. It's more like – Oh, my God, that cold sore has a face on it. That's what
1: it looked like. (laughs) That cold sore has an amazing outside jumper. Yeah, exactly. That cold sore is a nice role player. I don't see him as a starter, but, yeah, he's got some minutes. Oh, man. But, yes, overall, I think it was a cop-out by LeBron James. You're hearing it first on the green room, but cop-out by LeBron James. Cop-out. You want to become a billionaire athlete? You think Tiger Woods would would, – you know, group up in some foursome that had some other good golfers so he could win some skins tournament. No, he's a real man. He's an alpha male. The guy the guy takes no prisoners because he's a great athlete. Yeah, sure, he's messed up psychologically, but he's a killer instinct. He has that killer instinct. I don't see that from LeBron James. I didn't yeah. see that in the playoff games that he that he kind of bailed on towards the end. I didn't see it throughout the season, or I saw it in the regular season when it didn't matter, but in the playoffs came, he didn't leave it all on the court. He was a poor sport about it when he lost. You want to become an amazing, you want to become a legend, you want to become this billion-dollar world athlete that you were talking about, go to New York and take that franchise from nothing and bring it up. Or sure. go to Chicago and try to challenge Jordan's legacy. Or stay in Cleveland and be the small-market guy that helps redefine the NBA by giving a small-market team a legit contender every
2: Definitely. year. Definitely. And, and I mean, even if he goes to the Bulls, they have Derrick Rose and Carlos Boozer who are two great great players, but they're not looked at as stars like Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. So he would still be the star and technically get all the credit for become, winning those games.
1: Yeah, that would have been the best move. It would become his team. It would be challenging Jordan's legacy. So everyone how how could you critique that? It would be like uh, me just walking in to Jay Leno's show, punching him in the face and going, Hey, old man, I'm taking over. If I had the <laughs> balls to do that and pull it off, people would respect me.
2: Right, but now it's like you going out and sitting behind Conan and like trying to chime in <laughs> on jokes every once in a while. Right,
1: heckling Conan at a writer's meeting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who cares? No one cares. Exactly. Or even it would be like me looking to become Andy Richter's sidekick. Right. On the Conan show. <laughs> Andy Richter's sidekick. It's like, yeah, maybe we're gonna get some great ratings, but it's not because of me. It's not my team. I'm the star baby.
2: He you, you pulled the Max Weinberg is what he did.
1: <laughs> oh man, that is a story that was uh changing pace here a little bit. That is a story that is underlooked or uh overlooked, sorry. Max Weinberg he was ready to jump ship as soon as Conan it was made clear that Conan was losing his job or that he was eventually gonna leave the Tonight Show. Max Weinberg, he had no plans to stay with Conan, the guy who had been loyal to him this entire time. He was dying to get the Tonight Show gig at eleven thirty. And that just racks my that I don't that makes no sense None. to me. First off, Max Weinberg has tons of money. Tons. From being in the Bruce Springsteen E Street Band, and from all his years on Conan, yeah. Conan was the first guy that put him on television. Conan wrote him in so many skits, gave him like a personality. Right. Kevin Eubanks is in no skits. He has no personality as far as like the show's concerned. He right. gave he gave Max Weinberg, not that Max Weinberg needed a quote unquote shot, but he put him on the air. He let him tour whenever he wanted. The guy would just leave for six weeks at a time, and he still kept yeah. him on the show. Right. Yeah,
2: and the whole keeping his family out there is bullshit because he's he, his family could be anywhere. He's still going to be touring with the E Street Band all the time. What's the matter what he He didn't even does? wait
1: for Conan to find a new job. It would be yeah. different if Conan said, hey, now I'm moving back to New York. Okay, I'd rather stay here in L.A. and try to right. figure something out. Fine. He didn't even wait for the dust to settle. Allegedly, as soon as it was obvious that the switch was going through, he was angling – to, to get back on the ton, or to get on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno and replace Kevin Eubanks, which first off, why would Kevin Eubanks quit that job? Secondly,
2: uh, he wh- did quit that job. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> why? And then why would Max Weinberg want that job so much? I can't imagine it's that much more money. Do you, are you really trying to get your Max Weinberg brand out there? Are you really winning over that many more fans? Does Bruce Springsteen really need you out there promoting the band? Like, Do you go back to the E Street band meetings and go, Sorry, Bruce, I'm doing all I can to promote the shows. I, yes, I'm not on at 11. I'm trying to get back on at 11.30. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me, Bruce. I'm doing all I can. No, you're – and now the, the few fans you did have, the few super delusional diehard Conan fans that were also somehow surreptitiously Max Weinberg fans, just kind of by default, like, oh, I like everything about Conan's show, even Max Weinberg. Right. Now you lose those few fans yeah. that you have from television. I mean,
2: I like Max Weinberg. I like yeah. like the Max on Max sketches and stuff like that, where he'd yeah. sex with himself.
1: Right. That's <laughs> that great funny. comedy. Yeah. Sure, I realize Max Weinberg didn't write that. No, not at all. But he's a creepy straight man. I yeah, can he pull it off. He fit the bill. Or I I love the – where they used to do the fake satellite channels and the one was just a a satellite channel of stuff that was only inappropriate. And the one – a little kid walks into – Max Weinberg's playing his dad and he walks into the dad's office and he goes, hey, dad, I just hit my first home run in Little League. And he goes, awesome. Take a load at this, and shows the son his picture of this scantily clad uh, male bodybuilder. And he just Check hear
2: the this sound. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you just hear the voiceover go inappropriate.
0: Um,
1: back. Let me so go. so,
0: where's he at now? Weinberg. Weinberg. As far Is as I know, he's on in Conan's show. Or? He's
1: in limbo because they're not taking him back on the Conan show. He's on the and Cavs. It, yeah. <laughs> no, he was. on have footage Cavs.
0: of him on Conan's live
1: show. So right, no, he didn't go on tour with Conan. He was because uh, all this was coming down, and uh I'm pretty sure he didn't go on tour with Conan because that's what. Yeah, I don't that's think That's according to Andy Richter. That's what he said.
0: And he didn't. He never at one point got on a show. Just no, like not that Andy I know or something. of. No, I haven't now, seen it. Maybe Kilborn file. I don't know. I think. I think Jay no, Leno. No, I mean, no, I meant uh one of the live shows on the tour. No, I swear, no, I saw no. footage of that.
1: I, I mean, don't think. And so. I
0: think it was after I heard about all of this, like that they had. I guess Been fighting So I don't know I mean I didn't see every live show I couldn't
1: Right As far as I know He wasn't a part of the live shows That's what I heard Andy Richter say And I know he's not going to be on the TBS show And uh, well maybe they'll work something out But now it looks like Leno I don't even know Has he I think they replaced the band leader With the guy from uh, American Idol One of the American Idol band leaders So now he's just basically Worked himself out of a gig When he had a great gig to begin just It just drives me crazy well let's see here I uh, I wanted to get to this i I posted it earlier on my Facebook it's all over the place it's going viral it's uh you know once you see one good video you you, you see a master when you see a YouTube masterpiece you know it when you hear it or when you see it <laughs> this is uh it, this is great because it's it's all the audio basically the video you're looking at is just a guy holding the camera kind of Blair witch style and just recording a rainbow he sees. He's out there in the middle of, I think it's Yosemite Park. His name is Happy Bear on YouTube. (laughs) And he's just there with a camera, just soaking up a rainbow. And I'll let him describe it. He's a a lot better describing it. Whoa, that's a full rainbow.
0: All the way. Double rainbow. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's
1: a double rainbow all the way. The best is you can hear in the background faint wind chimes. That means this guy went camping with wind chimes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, you got the stove, you got the sleeping bag. Oh, my God, I almost forgot the wind chimes.
0: Whoa, that's so intense. Whoa,
2: oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, my
1: God. Oh God. Whoa. Oh. oh, wow man loves
0: rainbows.
1: Yeah oh my, oh, my, oh my god, look at that. It's starting to even look like a triple rainbow. Oh my god, it's full on double rainbow all the way across the sky. Oh, oh man, god. this guy is a trip. <laughs> And it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a uh, YouTube viral video sensation if it wasn't for the remix. And uh, I think this guy who did it was uh, Show Yoho is a YouTube name. So this is the Double Rainbow Remix coming at you on The Green Room. Whoa, that's a full rainbow all
0: the way. Double rainbow, oh my God. Double rainbow, it's a double rainbow all the way.
1: <laughs> Alright, so you, you get the idea of that. I, I gotta make sure I, I play the part where he's. Ex- ah! Oh! <laughs> oh! God. It's so bright! Oh my god, it's oh so bright and vivid. Oh! <laughs> oh! And it's not like anything new is happening All he's doing when he's groaning uh, The only thing that's happening to his camera Is he's slightly panning left and right uh, to
2: ex- Actually he's jizzing in his pants that's <laughs> yeah, <what happened>. he's, <laughs> he's clearly orgasming Yes
1: yeah, so I've never heard this A weather fetish but I think this uh, <laughs> Happy bear is the fe- first guy
0: <laughs> oh!
1: <laughs> This is all because of a rainbow So beautiful <laughs> 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 a Lot of sobbing, uncontrollable <laughs> weeping. This must be a letdown like when his grandma dies and he's just like, "Eh, what are you going to do?" <laughs> Happy uh, bear, should you be sad bear now? Hey, whatever. I got rainbows to look at. I got things to do.
2: He cries after sex, clearly.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, God knows what. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man.
0: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's so intense! Oh, man. Uh, Does he just lose it when he's out jogging in a sprinklers, you know? Going? <laughs> 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 oh,
2: my God. <laughs> the <This is> mean? Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> too much. <laughs> it's just, it's just too much, man. Look away, dude. Just turn around. I just love it. Life is just, life is just too beautiful for some guys. And so uh, much. that's uh, <laughs> that's this guy in a nutshell. All right. Um, let's see what else we got to talk about. Well, actually, you know what? I'm trying to get a hold of him. Um, let me see here. I actually looked him up on YouTube and I talked to him. He's actually said he's. Not surprisingly, he's once again camping in Yosemite with his girlfriend. I got his I got his phone number. He had no problem giving me his phone number, and he also gave me his girlfriend's phone number. He warned me that he might not be able to uh be able to talk on the phone because of cell reception understandably in Yosemite. So I figured or
2: he's we, crying over something
1: else. <laughs> we figure I still give him a call and, uh, and try try to get a hold of Bear. That's what he goes by on YouTube and I'm assuming he goes by it in real life. Okay. Let's see. This is working here. Nice. <clears throat> it's worth it just to hear his voicemail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. What do you guys think it's going to be like? Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad that just you called. Love and peace. <laughs> He'll say love and peace.
2: You read 742-7706. Leave a message. Oh. oh. How mundane.
1: All right, hey, Bear, this is uh, Sean from the green room, just trying to get a hold of you. I know you're probably out in Yosemite uh, hanging out with the girl- girlfriend. I'll try to give her number a call. And, uh, and uh, yeah, if you get this, feel free to give us a call back, 323-203-0815. All right, so now we'll we'll try and call the girlfriend real quick. Yeah, call that bitch up. <laughs> oh no, there's no need to make fun of a bear's lady like that. What's her name? Uh, I don't know.
2: She Hottie made, with a body?
1: She wow. didn't have a name as far as I know. <laughs> oh. Just bear, bear's mate, that's what she goes by. Mama bear? I don't know. Mama
0: that's bear. what they called him in uh,
1: Bernstein Bears. Let's see if she's here. <laughs> In hindsight, you should maybe prepare this before, but I kind of wanted to catch Bear in his element. <laughs> All right, let's see what her Bear in his central habitat. Like. <laughs> All right, well, looks like she's not picking up. Sorry about that. I, I thought it was worth a shot. Maybe we get lucky, catch some uh, cell reception in Yosemite. Well... We weren't able to get a hold of that bear, but I was able to actually do a morning radio show back home, back east on the east coast, when I, uh, I was back home, hanging out with family for my uncle's wedding, on the uh, Bear Man and Keith morning show, <laughs> local uh, local DJs, They Bear oh, Man, man is, uh, he's kind of the main guy, he's, uh, he's, like he told me, he said he's been a DJ for 38 years. Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, he goes, he had some great lines, he goes to me. Yeah, you know, back in the day, DJs used to just every two years move from town to town because uh, people would eventually get tired of hearing all their stories. But I, I've been here from for twenty two years. No one seems to mind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love the other guys name, Keith. Yeah, you, I think I'm gonna go Bear Man. What about you? <laughs> uh, Keith.
1: Yeah. yeah, maybe he uh. wanted. A, maybe he wanted a. a He's like, ah, I Cheetah Man lined up, but I feel like it's too, it's too <laughs> sticky if we do Bear Man and Cheetah Man.
2: His real name is John. He thought he'd be daring to go by Keith.
1: No, actually, his real name is Bear Man, so he went with the nickname <laughs> Keith. It's very very confusing. Very weird. But uh, I wasn't able to find a clip of it, unfortunately. But I was I was on the show, and they asked me. They were like, "Hey, what do you what are you in town for?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm in town for my uncle Jimmy's wedding." And they go, "Oh, on the Fourth of July? Oh man, I bet his uh his bride's gonna be sweating a lot. I bet, bet hopefully she shaves her pits. Oh man, she's gonna be sweating so much in that dress." <laughs> and I made some joke like, "Oh yeah, just like uncle Uncle Jimmy likes it or something, you know, not not uh, hard or whatever." And then. <laughs> I get to a rehearsal dinner, and my Uncle Jimmy comes up to me. He's like, oh, look at this, celebrity tough guy, uh, you know, bashing <laughs> me and the wife on the radio, huh? You know, just totally give me a hard time. And then his, his – uh, wife who I I, you know, I just know a, after meeting a couple times barely know her comes up and she's like don't worry my armpits are shaved and I'm just oh, like oh so god I just felt like such a douche. Sounds and like then, they're
2: finally getting tired of Bear Man over
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. And then I was trying to explain to go, no 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 that was Bear Man or, or maybe Keith. I was like totally trying to throw those guys under the bus <laughs> and they just look at me they're like yeah whatever. Yeah right after 28
2: years like you went on the he show, hey Bearman, don't be afraid to make fun of my uh, uncle's wife's
1: <laughs> underarms. Well, that's the, that's basically how I booked the show. <laughs> I go, look, hey Bearman, Keith, I'm back in town for another wedding. Let me rip on the bride and groom. Let I
2: know you love here. rank underarms.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so everyone everyone was busting my chaps. Although a chick from high school did listen to it on ZZO and. She was pretty impressed. She sent me a message on Facebook. So nice. I'll keep you, I'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, and the also the uh the bride's dad, she, he was really impressed. He's like, oh, thanks for the shout out on the radio. <laughs> Did <laughs> You even shout him out? No, he? no, no. I just, <laughs> I, I think he was like, thanks for promoting the wedding. <laughs> Either way, he was a really nice guy, and I'm sure he appreciated the um I don't know what a shout out <laughs> that I was on the God, show. God, stop
2: ripping on this family, Sean. <laughs>
1: I'm out of control. <laughs> you are out of control. <laughs>
2: oh
1: man! But uh, part of going home is hanging out with my buddies from back home and here. uh I, I got a I got two great great quotes here. One, I, I I don't think I'll even give you the context, but it's one guy Murph going, "Sorry, that's just my testosterone flowing." <laughs> In an apologetic sense, I guess he hugs some he hugged some girl and she was grossed out by how much he was sweating. Then. He ended up ended up apologizing. The other great moment, uh, Steve, who was the guy on the uh on the live show that we did there, gym teacher, ladies man. He we were talking about uh, we had some sort of conversation of uh, hey, what do you would you do with a million dollars? What would you get into? You know, what would be your first thing you do? He goes, my first move, if I got a million dollars, first thing I would do, I go down to the bar, order like twelve Jaeger shots. Your your gym teacher works at home I'm sure he can swing that now Yeah setting the bar low Jesus (laughs) Wow (laughs) Just 12 Well you never know He didn't want to buy out the entire bar 12 Jaeger shots Seems like a good start And I was like why is that He goes well then I'd be able to figure stuff out After 12 Jaeger shots
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man That guy I hope he gets money man
1: Right I'm looking forward to Maybe I can get in on one of those Jaeger shots I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say for sure. Who knows?
2: Uh, twelve Jaeger shots and the rest in mutual funds.
1: <laughs> you know, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to get crazy. He's gonna diversify his assets. He's
2: gonna figure shit out after that. He's gonna find it like a diverse investment portfolio after twelve yeah, shots.
1: You know, sprinkle a little everywhere. Get a little Jaeger going. You know, take it by ear. Well, I uh, enjoyed this segment. This segment is where <clears throat> it's called "Not in My America." It's where I take something or someone. And uh, kick it out of America, or or explain. <laughs> what? I don't really. I'm not the Ellis Island of anything, but not that I have any authority to kick anything out. But it's a little segment. Start the movement. I'd like to call not in my America. All right. Now Logan.
0: <laughs> oh, I, thought, I was waiting for music. Oh yeah, there we go. Now Logan, do
1: I look like an asshole? Yes. No. Right. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Do I look like a guy who, when he orders something, he deserves to have it given the right way? Of course. The when you, when you are... buy a product, Logan, don't you expect to get the product you ordered? Of course. When you order a goddamn club sandwich, how many slices of bread is on a club sandwich, Logan? Three. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently not at the uh, 18th Club Grill at the Sky Harbor International Airport in Phoenix, Arizona, where they gave me a club sandwich on two slices of bread. And it had two slimy cold cuts with just... uh, the, The mayo on the menu was described as zesty. It was tangy at best. It was awful. And when you put bacon on a club sandwich... You put thick, hearty chunks of applewood smoked bacon. You don't put on Bacos and, and serve it to customers and go, oh. oh, here's your club sandwich. Oh, no. Was there really Bacos on it? There were chunks of bacon that were not in strip form. And I would like to kick them out of America. And the assholes
2: that served <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
1: what that was. That was the wow, distant that was land great.
2: that restaurant's going to. <laughs>
1: I just thought that if you're gonna serve me a piece of shit, at least have the decency to go, hey, this is a piece of shit. It's $8.99. That's what we serve.
0: goes And two. That's that's insane. That's man. outrageous. Well, I mean, how much did it cost?
1: It was like $12 for a club oh. sandwich. If you get a if you get a club sandwich, at a, they said it was a shaved turkey breast, shaved turkey breast, my ass. And uh, the fries weren't seasoned. Salt is not a season. All right, we know what seasoned fries are. <laughs> that. Uh, you know, it's that seasoning stuff that they put on fries. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I can't, I
1: pathetic, can't describe man. it, but you know what seasoned fries are They can at like. least
2: make it look like a club sandwich. Just put another slice of bread in there and it look, aesthetically it's pleasing.
1: Right, but that would break up the two slimy, uh, thin cuts of deli meat that they had. It's just – it's just – what's wrong with this country? Why do you have to fuck up a club sandwich? You're already in the airport. You already have the customer by the balls. You're already saying, hey – Whatever it takes, or, you know, basically, you set the, the restaurant up. Obviously, you're going to make tons of money. It's a cash cow. It's a restaurant in the airport. Yep. I'm already going, okay, if I go to McDonald's, I'm already giving you an extra 25%. Do with it as you please, McDonald's. But when I order a Big Mac, give me a goddamn Big Mac. And if a club sandwich costs $15 at the airport, fine. Let me complain about that, but at least give me a club sandwich.
2: <laughs> oh, man. That's a mess. That sucks. <laughs> Usually
0: they have good food at, you know, the airports. Really? Yeah. Really?
1: What airport yeah. uh, did you since you uh, since you have to stick up for the airport industry,
0: Logan? <laughs> what airport not, have you I'm gone to? I'm not sticking up for your people. I'm just saying in general. Well, they're not
1: my people. I want to make that clear. Yeah.
0: They're not America's people. That's the whole point no, of the segment. Not the Phoenix airport. I'm just saying. What, you what, what was your favorite meal you ever had at an airport? You think? <laughs> I mean, it's not my favorite place to eat. <laughs> it sounds I'm like just it. i saying. No, my dad was a pilot growing up, and I look forward to eating at airports when I fly. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, th- maybe it's just because I always went to airports. No, I know. They what? Like, always kind have of... fresh food. There's always people going in and out of all the restaurants. Well, the that's The food's always fresh. I don't know. They don't always have like a really nice.
2: Fresh. I feel like they have a ranch out there. back behind the airport where they go and get the meat from.
1: If anything,
0: yeah, that's but the I mean, they're always cooking place. it. They're not like cooking <laughs> it. And then... So you enjoy
1: a restaurant where they're always cooking the food?
0: <laughs> no, you I guys mean, know what I mean. A busy restaurant has fresher food than a restaurant where well, apparently not at the, sure, not sure. At
1: Phoenix. I don't know, Logan. I I just I don't like I don't like shitty club sandwiches. I don't like the idea that you don't get what you pay for. Yeah. If you're gonna rip me off, at least rip me off by giving me the product that I ordered. That's so all get, I'm asking. You guys
0: have never been at a bar in a in an airport and had like a great sandwich or something like that. I don't know, great? No, I've I've had food and
2: it was fine. I've never been like, oh my god, that was amazing.
1: I've never raved about an airport.
0: Yeah, I don't food.
1: Know. Yeah, maybe selection. Right. Sorry, Logan. We I think we just turned Logan, Cornell. <laughs> we just turned him. Well, Look I at mean, him in his head. You're always,
0: I'm always tired and hungry when I'm at the airport. So maybe just any food is
1: really. I think I'm this is a good having. time to just. Uh, do a minute with Logan. Get Logan's head. Logan, <laughs> Logan, what's going on in your head? What's going on in your life? Anything you want to share? Oh, Any man. opinions? Give us a, a slice of, of life stuff. of
0: Logan. Yeah, just, just one. go, just go, flow. Give,
1: um, give me a recent anecdote in the past week. Something interesting that happened. Maybe oh, uh, don't
0: put me on the spot. I don't know. Let me think. Um, well
1: maybe it's uh, maybe something in your personal life's getting interesting. Maybe you want to share <laughs> well, about let that. Let me know. Oh, um, I have a
0: funny story. Let me try to think.
1: No, it doesn't um, have to be funny. Just. I think people like Logan. They want to get in Logan's head. They want to go, "Hey, Logan's an interesting character. How does that work?" Well, give us a, uh, give us an insight.
0: I'll tell you what happened two Sundays ago.
1: Sure, give us a recap.
0: So, um, this was my weekend two Sundays ago, and it'll give you a little idea about what I do every day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you move it along?
0: Okay, so uh, so I went on on Saturday. I went to The Grove with this chick, and then we watched a movie, and then we had a comedy garage. What movie did you watch? Toy Story 3.
1: Nice. Good. Then we had a
0: comedy garage, which was Mm banging that Saturday night. Next morning, it's just me and this other comedian named Scott Bowser in the house. Uh, I live with Cornell and Sean. We, We have a comedy garage party that we throw. We threw it. Next morning, place is a mess. It's just me and Bowser there. Everybody else went to go do their own thing or eat breakfast or whatever. So we basically cleaned the whole place, or at least the outside. Uh, then we went and threw the football around. Then we went and <laughs> ate some, uh, some uh, what's it called, Philly cheesesteaks. Then we went to the beach and played like six games of volleyball. Then we got in a car wreck. Uh, I got my car towed. You throw that Wait. out so casually. Yeah. All right. Like you put more, got my, you yeah. put more emphasis behind the Philly cheesesteak steak because <laughs> than your horrible car wreck. Because my car got towed, we took a seventy dollar ca- cab ride back, and then we ended How much our day is a by cab ride? seventy dollars.
1: Oh my God.
0: Oh and then we ended God. our day by smoking the hookah.
1: All right, there you go. <laughs> a slice of Logan's life. I like that, Logan. That was good. Had a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I was telling you the highlight was the Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Was though. it? Now where did you, you get this? You just brushed
0: over a car wreck that totaled your car. Because you? at the end of the day, we still just went back and smoked a hookah like we always do, like nothing
1: happened. <laughs> so let's look into Logan's bliss-filled life. Now, Logan, was this uh, amazing cheesesteak? Was it at an airport? Did you go to Burbank Airport and did- get?
0: <laughs> no, dude. Sorry, I made the. Just, just one-off comment. Now, now, uh, I think of airports really fondly. For some it's horrible because well, my dad was a pilot.
1: And so it was so. funny. Logan. I called Logan the other day to come pick me up, and uh, Logan's coming to the Burbank Airport to pick oh, me yeah. up. And it's a two-lane entrance into the Burbank Airport, and it looks kind of jammed. And right. I said to Logan, Hey, Logan, I'm kind of farther down on the concourse. You can just get in the left lane and, and pass the people, so you don't have to be in the right lane kind of getting in that traffic jam. And Logan's like, okay, alright. And then I get this I get this frantic call two minutes later going, uh yeah, hold hold on, sir. Hold on. Yeah, no, I just I accidentally turned here. I'm trying to pick up my friend. No, hold on. I didn't I'm I, I didn't, Sean, I'm I'm accidentally in the ballet area. Can you just come to the ballet area? Hey, just come to the
0: ballet uh, area. Ultimately I got there faster though. Yeah.
1: A lot faster. Because he drove into the ballet area and it was only one car, it was very easy to find. And he backed up thirty feet and picked me up. And I appreciate the ride from the airport,
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, well, here it was from my perspective i'm in there's three lanes, uh but only two of them are jammed and i'm in the l- I'm in the left one, which is the fast one. But when you said that to me, hey, get in the left lane. It seems like it's going faster. The lane I was in, which is what you were talking about, was not going faster, but there was another lane, so I pulled to the far left lane, which was moving and yeah, well, you just had those <laughs> sweet, sweet airport meals on the brain and couldn't focus on driving. No,
1: he had—he was thinking about something. He was thinking about getting into that sweet airport food. He's thinking about—well, uh, speaking of airports, I got this news story we can hit on. Dave Chappelle forces plane to make emergency landing uh, over the Fourth of July weekend. Comedian Dave Chappelle exercised his, his freedom—his freedom to totally freak out. I got I got to read these stories before I read them on the air. This <laughs> is that the New York Times, courtesy, courtesy of Comcast Net Entertainment section. Uh basically, he was on a private uh jet going from New Jersey back to where he currently lives in Ohio and he was annoying the pilot so much the pilot had to make a landing in Pittsburgh. He like grabbed the pilot's arm, right? It seems really unclear. Yeah, I guess he was in the cockpit uh demanding to know when when you would land the plane and I guess the pilot threatened for some reason, locked the cabin down, took the plane down, and then, I don't know if he's, uh, it's unclear if he was arrested, he just, he went to a hotel after that, wanted to get a rental car, then he was going to drive the rest of the way, but he said he didn't know how to get there, he said he he didn't remember exactly where he lives, and his his rep, um, the person representing him, he goes, uh, Dave's rep claims that it was all about his need to go to the bathroom on the plane, but the toilet they had was not the kind you need. First off, no one needs an airplane toilet. No one's like, oh, man, can you give me a really cramped space with some blue water and crazy suction? I, I personally like it. I'm, You know, a lot of people like this, uh, allegedly Dave Chappelle, have problems using road toilets. I'm a I'm a road veteran. I don't mind uh, using any toilet anywhere. It just doesn't freak me out at all. Yeah, you're potties. you're better on the road. Hey, man, I'm I'm a strong road player. Even at home sometimes, I'm like, ah, oh, this is too familiar. I can't. This isn't even a challenge. <laughs> now, what do you think, Cornell? Is Dave Chappelle? Is he high on drugs? Is he just crazy? Obviously, something is going on. It can't just be that he was up there shaking the pilot's arm.
0: <sighs> He's got to be I mean, insane, I think, for leaving his show, which he would have had creative control of and tons of money. What does he want? I mean, why did he leave that show?
2: Well, I mean, I mean that's a like, completely him. different discussion. I think. I I don't. I mean, it's 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 so fucking weird, man. I think he's. I can't say he's got to be kind of crazy. <laughs> he's. I mean, he's. But the thing is, he hasn't. He's done so well not doing crazy stuff for so long.
1: Right. It's hard to see or it's hard to claim a guy's crazy when you watch like an hour and a half of his stand-up and he's just talking conversation style and you're like, yeah, that guy's right on. Yeah, that guy's right on. He forced a pilot to make a, a, a emergency landing in Pittsburgh? Oh, that guy's not right on at all. He's obviously – I think he must have some sort of either – Mental issue going on, he he feels out of control, because it sounds to me like it's a control issue. Either he feels paranoid that he can't control stuff because he's on drugs, or he he's somehow cracked because of the stress. But I feel like he's been out of the limelight for a long-ass time. A long
2: time, yeah.
1: I mean, his show is in syndication on random channels. I haven't heard anyone do a Rick James quote in God knows how right, long. Right. Thank God. I can't imagine the pressure is still getting to him. All he does is sit out on the farm. Then wherever he wants to do stand-up, he gets to do stand-up for eight hours.
2: Yeah. It's it's like when he left the Chappelle show, there was like, okay, there's a bunch of pressure. There's like, There was logical reasons as to why he might have just left. And so for me, personally, I didn't want to judge like a lot of people were saying, oh, he's fucking batshit crazy, you know. Right off the bat, I was like, well, we don't oh, know. You want to yeah. give him the
1: benefit of the doubt, yeah, especially someone in comedy right. that you admire. That but yeah. he's and like you're, one of the funniest things. And plus, you don't want to think he's crazy because obviously that's what we aspire to. You're like, oh, man, I want to be Dave Chappelle. And then when it comes out that, oh, my God, it looks like he is kind of crazy and can't control, you're like, wait, I don't want to be crazy. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to not be able to take a shit in an airplane toilet. He's probably. Yeah. Right. He's probably flying first class or private. A private
2: jet. That yeah. is a private Did jet. It, Did it say that was what it was? He, he could have shit with the door open. Yeah, it says private
1: jet Well, it then. didn't say shit, but I mean, I can't imagine... If you're if you're just taking a whiz, come on, you can go anywhere.
2: Yeah, I mean, unless he's looking for a bathroom with a glory hole, which he probably could have installed <laughs> on his private jet. He can get
1: anything done he wants on a private <laughs> yeah. jet. But yeah, it is weird that you admire this guy, and then now he's kind of losing his mind, and it makes you reevaluate this, oh, my God, was he crazy the entire time and just kind of keeping it together? I think it kind of goes back to the idea that Tiger Woods, Michael Jackson, even Dave Chappelle to a a smaller degree – He was super famous early on. He was doing stand-up in clubs when he was 13. Maybe he missed out on some sort of normal childhood that is kind of catching up to him later on in his years. Because you looked at him when he was 24. It was, oh, my God, this is a seasoned veteran of stand-up. This is an amazing guy. This is a a great new voice. I mean, Eddie Murphy. Look at these people that become super successful at a young age. I feel like it it takes something away. If you don't have that time to develop and grow as a teenager, it kind of had that safety net. You you kinda miss out on something. Yeah.
2: And but I like I still
1: feel like
2: I'm still hesitant to shit on Chappelle because in my in the back of my mind there's like some part of me that still kinda believes he can make a comeback. You know what I mean? Well, like, got, you know, I just wanna
0: well, see it so I, I fucking bad. I already look forward to him like talking about this. Right.
1: <laughs> right, but he didn't even ever give a satisfactory explanation to why he went crazy in the first place, I don't think. he yeah. never he just kinda said he felt under pressure. But he never he never did some like stand special where he dressed it. Even Richard Pryor when Richard Pryor literally lit himself on fire, smoking crack. It was yeah. in his act, and it was a it great was bit. And people are like, man, that guy has that ability to turn that around. We haven't seen that from Dave Chappelle. Martin Lawrence I was hope- able to do it, too, when he ran down the streets <laughs>
2: with guns and a
1: jacket in 100-degree weather. I mean, he talked about it as special. Right, exactly. That's part of why people like comedians is, okay, they might be damaged, they might have problems, but they kind of own up to it. They're, there's some ownership. They kind of celebrate their faults to a degree. I'm a human. I have these crazy problems, and we haven't kind of seen that mea culpa from Dave Chappelle. Not that he needs to apologize to us for canceling Chappelle's show. Obviously, he brought on shitty sketch shows like Carl Yeah, maybe a partial apology is (laughs) due, but I I felt like he hasn't come out of the closet as saying, like, this is what's going on. This is what happened. This is the full story, and this is really funny. We haven't got that from Dave Chappelle yet. Hopefully, we will. Well, Logan, are you ready to uh, wrap up the program with a haiku?
0: Uh, let's do it.
1: <laughs> Logan's reading off a blank sheet. Oh, no, he's got some notes. Okay.
0: Bearman, Keith, and Sean. LeBron James in Miami. Sean <laughs> Cornell Logue? No, you can say Logan. No, I can't.
1: Right. Sean Cornell uh... Logan. Cornell and Logan are both both counting out the (laughs) the haiku on their hands. I think that was the deepest one yet, Logan. All right, Cornell, thanks for being on the show. Where can people check you out?
2: Um, Twitter.com slash corneasy, C-O-R-N-E-E-Z-Y. And then I'm doing a show tomorrow at Milo in Silver Lake at
1: 7.30. There you go. And uh, I'll be at the Hollywood Improv Saturday, 10 o'clock, Eddie If is headlining. I'll be hosting the show, so uh, feel free to come out on that. I'll I'll meet and greet, sign any autographs you guys want. Thank you everyone for tuning in to the Green Room every Thursday, at eight o'clock on LA Talk Radio. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com and click the iTunes link to subscribe today.